Do you find yourself struggling to balance your business with your life? On today's episode, I'm going to talk about the myth of work-life balance and what you should try to achieve instead. So stay tuned. What change becomes possible when 100,000 people are impacted by your work? This question came to me one day, and I have been working to find the answer ever since. Hi, I'm Jess, and I help online course creators amplify their influence and create a movement with their message. And on this podcast, I am sharing the simple strategies and systems to help you impact more people with your programs so you can create quantum growth in your industry. You are listening to the Quantum Course Creator Podcast. Hey there, and welcome back to the Quantum Course Creator Podcast. Jess here, and today I'm talking about one of my favorite topics, which yes, I do realize I say that basically every episode, but this one is a little bit different today. I am talking about the myth of work-life balance or business-life balance. I was talking to a client recently about this idea of being all in on your business, and she was mentioning how life had been a little bit crazy this year, different things had come up, she had some illness, and she felt like she hadn't been all in on her business. And this idea of not being all in was why her business was not progressing like she hoped that it had. And I had to stop her for a second and say, I think that work-life balance is a myth. (laughs) And that's what I want to talk about on today's podcast. I think that we grow up or we are told that there should be some kind of balance between your work life and your life life, right? Or that those two things are separate in some way, that you have your life as an employee or a business owner or as a or as an entrepreneur, your productivity part of your life, and then you have like the enjoyment part of your life where you're a parent or you travel or you watch Netflix with your husband, right? Like we're told that there's like these two facets of life, kind of like Jekyll and Hyde, and how the ultimate success in life is when you can find the equal balance of those two things. And this is a construct that we're given at even such a young age of trying to find the balance. And so we find ourselves kind of feeling like we're on this teeter-totter, right? Where in some seasons of our life, our work is higher up than our personal life and that feels out of balance. So then we try to switch it the other way. And then we're not working, but our life is great. So we try to switch it the other way. And there's this really like always tug between the two. And I believe that this construct is crap and that in order to really find fulfillment in your life and your business, we need to let go of this idea that there needs to be balance, that there ever will be balance, or that balance is even something that we are searching for. I do not believe that your being 100% all in, in life or in work, are inversely proportional, right? This work-life balance idea is based on the myth that there's only 100% total, right? And work-life balance is 50% work and 50% life. But what if rather than 50-50, it was 100-100, right? Because when you're only working with 100% total, the more you give in life, the less you have to give in work. And the more you give in work, the less you have to give in life. But I don't think that that's true, right? They are not inversely proportional. As one goes up, one does not have to go down. 
That's not how this works, right? I believe that work and life are like two independent pillars, right? They are two separate things. And when you give each of them the same percentage, when they each are 100%, that is when things feel in alignment, right? Otherwise, when you are trying to teeter-totter it, right, trying to make sure that one is up and the other is down and the more you give to one, the less you have for the other, that's when things feel unsteady or out of alignment. And so rather trying to, rather than trying to sacrifice one to give to the other, what if you showed up energetically 100 in both? 100% does not have to look like running toward a finish line, going hard all the time. It's an intention, right? It's a decision. And so in today's episode, I'm going to talk about three different ways that you can stop looking at work and life as this inversely proportional thing where you only have 100% total and instead look at it as a way to give energetically 100% in both and knowing that energetic 100% does not look how you may think it does, right? Because we're always trying to achieve like 100% in all of or in total, but rather realizing that 100% in each of those pillars looks different at different times. So the first thing to achieve 100% energetic in all areas of your life is to plan your time. This has been something that I continue to try to be intentional about and that I continually fail at, but it is always a goal that I have, is planning my time. And what I mean by that is working when I am working and being in my life when I'm in my life and being fully present in both at either time. And that means not working during lifetime and not doing life during work time. And yes, I know that that's easier said than done. I have two kids. I now have two dogs. We got a new puppy. Um, And I know that life can kind of seep into your work time. And so this is one of those things where you hold boundaries loosely and know that energetically multitasking is not possible. And so at any given time, I do this every month, every week, and every day. And even every, like in the middle of the day, I'm constantly reassessing my division of time. And I am looking at, okay, what are the times where I'm going to be devoted to work? And what are the times that I'm going to be devoted to life? And how can I give 100% of my energy and my presence and my focus and my intention in each of those activities at each time and not try to do both? And here's what I have found happens. When I'm on my phone trying to respond to an email while I'm playing with my kids, I'm neither fully present in that email nor fully present with my kids. And so it's not like the time that I'm trying to do both is quality time for either, right? And that was really when I realized that multitasking is not productive, especially in this way, and that in order to be the best mom and be the best entrepreneur, I had to do those things separately. I could not try to do them at the same time. 
And so every month I sit down and look at like, okay, what are my business commitments? What are my life commitments? What are the days and times that I'm able to give to my business? What are the days and times I'm able to give to my life? And then I sit down every week and I look at things in a more minute way and I say, okay, what are the hours that I'm going to work this week? What are the hours that I'm going to be present with my life this week? And then every single day I'm like, okay, these are the t- this is the time that I'm able to devote entirely to my business. This is the time I'm able to devote entirely to my family. And because I'm constantly checking in, because I find myself falling into that, oh, I'm just going to really quickly respond to this Instagram message while my daughter's trying to get me to button up her dress, right? While I find myself in that conundrum, I have to make a decision every single moment that I have to decide to be all in on one of two things. I cannot be all in on both at the exact same time because that is that myth, right? That's where you only have 100% and you're trying to give each 50. That does not work, right? Giving 100% in both means only trying to give 100% in either at any one given time. And it's a practice, right? I'm not the best at this. This is something that I'm recommitting to every single day, every single hour, every single month, where I try to be intentional about my time. But when I do this, I feel both incredibly productive and successful and like a really great present mother. And being 100% in both of those things is what allows me to feel success in my life in general. And so this is something that I recommend you trying and trying it on, see what works for you, but knowing that it's not going to stick 100% day one and that it is going to be a continual practice. So really planning your time. Number two that I want to talk about is a little bit of tough love. And again, I'm giving myself this tough love too, but stop using one as an excuse for the other. Oftentimes I hear from clients, I hear this out of my own mouth, like I see this so much in Facebook groups, is we say like, sorry, I didn't work on my business or I didn't follow through with that commitment because life got crazy. Or I'm sorry, I can't do this because I like business is really crazy right now. And sure, there will be seasons where things dictate what percentage of your time and what how many specific hours of your time are in either bucket, right? Time is not what 100% is about, right? It's about energy. It's about presence. It's about intention. And you have to take ownership of your choices. If you are choosing to put your time and focus into things that are happening in your life right now, that is a choice. And it isn't your, like, you have to take ownership of that choice and say, right now, my 100% bucket in my life is bigger than 100% in my business. And I am taking ownership of that. And I am going to see how I can scale back my time commitment in my business so that I can give 100% energetically in my life. This has really been something that I've been living recently because I don't know how familiar you are with what's been going on in my life recently, but my daughter um, was recently diagnosed with autism. She did not just get autism. She's been autistic her whole life, but we finally got a diagnosis, which has come with a lot of appointments, a lot of meetings. She already has a lot of time commitments with therapies and such, and so there's been a large percentage of my time 
in the life category where I have been really tending to this um, this life thing that's happening right now. And because I have what I'm going to talk about in number three, systems in place, I was able to scale back the amount of time that I spent in my business, but not the energetic commitment to my business. I do not feel like my business suffered in this season because I took ownership of my choice. I decided that I know that a greater percentage of my time and focus is going to be spent in my life right now. So I am going to create the systems and processes in place where I can delegate or where I can spend less energetic time and less physical time in my business and still know that I'm giving it 100%. And because of that, I have made certain choices and made taken ownership of those choices. So I don't feel like, oh, life is so crazy right now. So I've completely forgotten about my business. That's not how it works. One, I have not completely forgotten about my business. I have just scaled back my time commitment to it by doing the thing that I'm going to talk about in number three. And I know that like my of my focus and my energy in this season of my life is where it needs to be. And by not making an excuse for that, I don't feel disdain or anger or resentment toward either bucket, right? I know that in this season, I gave 100% as a mother and I gave 100% as a business owner and that maybe those time commitments were different, but energetically, I was all in in both. And you have to manage your energy. You have to know what is your capacity for each area right now and knowing that that like where are you going to spend your energy? You giving 100% does not mean running yourself ragged and never taking care of yourself and like burning the candle at both ends. And I've completely been there. In the beginning of my business, I burned the candle at both ends until there was literally no candle left and there was just like wax on the table, right? Like I know what that feels like and that doesn't serve anybody. Burning the candle at both ends is trying to give 100% to both when you are still trying to live within this construct that there's only 100% total to give. That isn't true. And so they are, like we said, they're not inversely proportional. You can give 100% to both, but that doesn't mean what you think it means, right? It means being intentional about your energy, knowing what 100% looks like. In some seasons, 100% is one cup. In other seasons, 100% is a gallon. But no matter what the container of your energy is, being 100% in that container is what matters. It's not about both being a gallon. It's about both filling up the cup that you have designated to it and knowing that you are going to have different capacities at different times and just being intentional, taking ownership and not making excuses for one for the sake of the other. So that takes me to number three, which again, I'm sorry for vaguely hinting at in number two, but that is creating the systems and support structures to help. This is something that I did not do early on in my business. I believed in the myth that like only I can do everything. I have to do all the things and I have to like do them all now. I don't believe in that anymore, right? I believe that there's a lot of time. We can do anything that we want. We just can't do it all today. And that's totally fine. 
And so rather than trying to do it all, do it all now and do it all immediately, I believe in creating systems and support structures to help you do this. Being 100% does not mean doing 100%. And that is such an important thing in both life and in your business. And there are three different things that you can do in both to really help you have and give 100% of the energetic capacity that you have to both. And that is to automate, delegate, and eliminate. I don't remember who taught me this, but those three words are completely transformative when you live them as a mantra, right? What things in my business can I automate? What are some systems I can put in place that create automations that then take me out of the picture for this? Creating automations, even simple ones, is one of the most powerful things that you can do in your business. And it's something that I talk about a lot inside the lab because I teach you how to automate the client acquisition process, right? One of the most important processes in your business is making money, (laughs) getting new clients. And when you can automate the client acquisition process, that keeps your business running without you having to be the one pushing the pedals, right? And so that's a really important process. But also what can you automate In your day-to-day life, what are some things that you can automate to take it off of your mind, like setting your bills on auto pay or creating systems in place that'll help you? For example, my daughter started going to tutoring before school, and she goes to school on the other side of town, and I did not have the physical ability to drop her off at tutoring at 7.45 in the morning and then get my other daughter back to school on this side of town at 8. And so I enlisted the help, which this one falls under delegate to, I guess, but I enlisted the help of my sister who works right by where my daughter goes to school and she has to be at work at 8 and is always late. So dropping my daughter off at 7.45 right next to her work gets her to work on time. So now she picks her up in the morning and takes her to school. It's a win-win for everybody, right? Because she gets to work on time. My daughter gets to go to tutoring. And I don't have to be a part of any of it, right? It's this automatic process that I put into place. And now every morning, my sister shows up. She takes my daughter to school. I trust that the process is being taken care of. And I am no longer the bottleneck. My energetic or physical capacity is no longer the thing that's holding this task back from being completed. And so what are some areas in your life? And maybe you don't have friends or family close by that can help you, right? Like that's a reality. But what are some other things in place that you can put together that can help you automate things in both your business and in your life? Same thing with delegating. As a woman who is a strong, independent woman, I have a hard time asking for help. And I know that I cannot do everything, right? I cannot be everything to everyone at all times. And delegation is absolutely crucial, right? I have to delegate who cooks dinner sometimes. I have to delegate who like picks up the dog poop, right? Who mows the lawn? These are all things that I have delegated in my life. I pay somebody to pick up the dog poop. I pay somebody to mow the lawn. I have my, my husband makes dinner some nights of the week, right? We split that. And there are different things in my life and in my business that I have delegated. For example, 
I don't edit my podcast. What you're listening to right now was not edited by me. I have a team member, his name is John. Hi, John, thank you, who edits my podcast and has been editing my podcasts for two years because I have delegated that to him. And if you have a podcast and you are still editing your own podcast, what are you doing with your life? That is time that you don't need to spend in your business. Delegate that shit, right? There are many, many things in your business that you can delegate. This is just one example, as well as delegating in your life. But finding different things that you can take off your own plate and put them onto other people's plates will allow you more space to either not do anything or to give 100% energetically to the things that really matter to you. And lastly is eliminate. This is such a powerful thing and one that I find myself doing ruthlessly at this point in my life. I am not afraid to stop doing something. For example, back in October, I stopped posting on Instagram. I made a decision that I was going to eliminate Instagram from my life for a quarter. I committed to three months of not being present on that platform. It took the pressure off of me. It took a big time suck out of my life. It made it so I was on the app even less. And eliminating that from my business has not hurt my bottom line. And it has given me the space to be more present in the life bucket, right? Like I had a gallon size life bucket and a cup size business bucket in eliminating Instagram allowed me to get fully into the life bucket. Now that does not mean that like I eliminated all content creation. I still created podcasts every single week, right? I was still giving value to my audience. I was still creating content. I was just letting go of one thing for a period of time that was not serving me in this pursuit because I know that I cannot do all of it all the time. And there are different things in your business that maybe you're doing that aren't serving you and aren't bringing in money and are just taking up time. And you're like, how can I eliminate this? In my life, the same thing is true, right? What are some things in your life right now that are just taking up time and energy that you hate doing that you can fully eliminate? And obviously there's parts of your life that you can't eliminate, right? Get rid of the kids. Perfect. I have so much time now that I don't have kids. Obviously you can't eliminate your children, but there are probably commitments that you hate that you can eliminate from your life right now to help you increase your capacity for other things. So looking at things that you can eliminate from your life and from your business to really help you Take back some of that capacity so that you have 100% energetically to give to both things. So I hope that you found this helpful. I hope that in 2023, you are letting go of the myth of work-life balance. You know that you can be 100% in both and that 100% looks different at different seasons of life. I hope that you take at least a moment of intention and put down your phone with your when you're with your kids or tell your husband to watch your kids while you're working or being intentional about working while they are at school or while they are at activities, right? Being intentional about your time is going to be far more productive than trying to work more hours that are not intentional and productive. So I hope that today's episode was helpful. I, If it was, go ahead and find us on Instagram 
at Quantum Course Creator. I have been checking my DMs. I just have not been creating content over there. So I would love to hear from you. And I cannot wait to see you in next week's episode where I am breaking down the 2023 course and marketing trends that I see coming for the new year. So I did this last year for 2022, and it's been really fun to look back at what I predicted last year and see what actually came true, which I'm pretty sure was all of them. And so I am getting out my crystal ball and making my predictions for 2023 marketing and course creation trends. So you definitely don't want to miss it. And I will see you in my next episode.